right, friends, family, team, guess what? Who's there? It's us. Season 12, episode 1. Brady, I just did the math. What number episode is this? 166, <laughs> baby. really stated so many times. That's 165 <laughs> last week. Sorry. Fun fact, that's my favorite triple-digit number. No way. You oh, gotta... Yep, 166 for life. That's ridiculous. I don't even know why you have a triple-digit favorite number. Whatever, we're moving on. We start yeah, off trying four. to... F- <laughs> if you put a fourth digit in your favorite three, I'm going to be pissed, James. We got, we got to figure out what this season is about, and we will do that with the spur of the moment. Bewilderments are back, and we've waited a long time for Brady to get bewildered, um, enough to share with us. And then we got to get into some things that we haven't talked about yet, including North Carolina and college hoops, Mm -hmm. just for Brady. Um, We'll talk a little bit about the rankings that are going on in college ball. Then we'll move on to the NBA. And then James's big time game comes up this Saturday. We got to talk about it. The uh, football playoff implications that come with that. Then we'll move on to the NFL review in the NFL preview. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? It's the Washed Up Podcast. Let's get it. You can come get me. I'm in the I'm pointing center field Cause I've been seen this coming round the bend Get the bands by the trend Next summer run the man Quit playing Got a plan for my commas Huh This shit is a breeze Me and my ego We think of some thieves I got tricks up my sleeve And I'm playing for keeps I don't answer to no one Alright Alright Brainstorm time fellas Um Real quick Yeah How many three digit numbers are there? 900? <laughs> Yeah, I think so, yeah. Right? I, I would, I would, I would so have like, to put that. From 100 to 200. 999. Is... No, no. <laughs> 4,000. No, no. Okay, so you got 100 <laughs> to 200. That makes 100. Right. 300 is 200. 400, 300, 500, 400, right? That makes 900 three-digit numbers, right? I think so, yeah. So you had 900 three-digit numbers to choose from, and you chose 166? Yeah. Nice. It's just, you know, I've always been a 166 guy. I can see it in your face the moment <laughs> I met you 19 years ago. Like, like when I meet women, it's like they're like, you like 166? I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like, I don't like 69. I like 166. How's that going? It's not going great. <laughs> it's it's tough, but the 166 is going to hit one of these days. And when it does, it's going to feel that much sweeter. I will get a tattoo of 166 <laughs> no, on my won't. back when that happens. No, one, you won't. 166 <laughs> is just a dog laying in bed while you two spoon. Oh, oh fuck. Wow. Yeah. Or that's, no, that's really six, right. That's 616. <laughs> All right. Season 12, episode one. Thank you for joining us for James' favorite number, 166 episode of The Washed Up podcast this season i want to make about making chicago sports great again this is not political at all but (laughs) donald trump did say that that's his slogan so we're going full trump this year (laughs) it has nothing to do with who we're voting for i don't care who you politically affiliate with or any type of affiliation you have because it's my microphone and i get to choose 
And I'm choosing that to make Chicago sports great again because I can't take it any longer. Agreed. Um, I don't think it's a thing that can be obtained within 15 episodes is the main problem. Yeah, but what happens if you don't try? Uh, you fail immediately. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather fail later. Yeah, I would. It, when it comes to these teams that we just have to root for because our parents decided to have us conceived in this fucking state and city, we need a little more time rather than fifteen weeks to build something. I remember getting sent to my room as a kid, and there was a large part of me that was like not mad about getting sent to my room because I understood that, but I would just like, it would open up the door for why I was still so mad at him for conceiving me in Illinois. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I mean, at the time when we were conceived, Chicago sports were an absolute dynasty. Um, They were on the... That, well, yeah. It looked like we were going to a dynasty, yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got the Bulls. I, I mean, think Michael Jordan is the reason we're all alive right now. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure... When my mom was courtside, seeing Michael Jordan is the reason that I'm still alive. She's like, I'm going to make one of him. (laughs) (laughs) She came pretty damn close. (laughs) I don't know if she did. The Uh, book is not even closed over. No. It's just beginning. Thank you, James. Yeah, one door closes, another door opens. Um, I like where your head's at with make Chicago sports great again. I really do. But I feel like we can do better for season 12. Okay. And I can't believe who was number 12, Brady. Tom. And why isn't he somewhere within this? Because I don't think he's ever even stepped foot in Illinois. <laughs> even when even when he, he so like you're saying like when he's played at Soldier Field, he it's a hologram. He wasn't there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's oh, that makes sense. He didn't have to be. Like playing U of I back in the day, it was a it was a hologram. Do you know how easy it is to send a stunt double of Tom Brady into Chicago and beat the Bears? Just find the most <laughs> handsome guy around and you play, hey, go play quarterback. Perfect. We already did it. <laughs> <laughs> um spur of the moment idea. Um Let's see. Okay, season 12, episode one. What can we do? We are going to... uh, We're not going to use uh, our mental illnesses as an excuse to... No. um, Be bad people. I don't like that either. Be bad people. Oh, Don't be bad people. Just be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're sad? Just... Be happy. Yeah. All right. Perfect. I like that. Um, it's literally every season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, try new things. Uh, I think well, we did it, that. Okay. So it's not really more. It's more of a like we we make so many excuses for our teams and make so many excuses for everything. And we all get along like really well, which I love. Yeah. But I think we just need to start getting a little angrier and push the envelope. Is yeah. All I'm saying. I, I should steer into my anger. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let, let the anger shark swim. Yeah. <laughs> you got to dunk that shit. Yeah. Oh, man. I uh, I got to let you guys know. Um, two days with almost putting down a dunk. I've gotten up high enough. And for those who don't know what my Instagram bio it is, is um, once I'm no longer able to dunk, I know it's time for a lifestyle change. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think you're done dunking? No. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Um, One thing that stayed consistent on this podcast is my brain not working like everybody else's. Brady's bodily bewilderment. Now, I've been thinking about this a lot. I wrote it down, and I still haven't really made it make sense to others. (laughs) It's always going to make sense to me. 
So just hear me out here. Do you ever think about how our brains are overloaded from how much we are supposed to know all the time compared to back then? Yes. Like, they didn't have to know 400 passwords. Oh, my God, yeah. That's like, like, and people weren't asking for Wi-Fi passwords. It, that's another one of my things, Wi-Fi slash Bluetooth. Yep. We always got to connect to that. Mm-hmm. Food orders for people because you deliver so much. And everybody's and you, got a fucking allergy. Right. And Thank you. Or, or, or everyone hates gluten all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, everyone's gluten-free and lactose intolerant. And, oh, we got to let the cows live because the methane. I mean, grow up. <laughs> like, and no disrespect to anybody that's lactose intolerant, but if you were probably... <laughs> If no you were disrespect. Like, if you were lactose tower back in the day, you were probably considered a leper, right? You yeah. probably got sent to a colony. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, that's, now they're like everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now they're just walking around. Lactose tower. <laughs> I think it's like they just didn't have to know. Like they didn't know as many people. I think a lot of it has to do with social network, obviously. Oh, social media. Jesus. Jesse Eisenberg. Take I, I actually watched it the other night. Great movie. So good. Um. <laughs> We have to know so many people's birthdays and so many people's phone. I, know, I guess we don't have no phone numbers anymore. That would have been a so disc. many Eminem lyrics, right? I mean, I just think there's so much more, and that's why like all our bl- brains are clogged, and that's why they think our generation is dumber. Yeah, because we just know useless information because it sticks. Well, it's also like every single thing someone asks you who older than you could just be like, hey, what, you don't know that? Google it. Yeah. Well, I'm not supposed to know that. The I mitochondria don't... is the powerhouse of the cell. Right. Right. And somebody else cares about science, and I respect them. <laughs> no I disrespect. Don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I know that the nucleus is important. <laughs> All right. Season 12. No disrespect if you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> or if you no like science. No disrespect if you like science. I think we're nailing it so far. Um, everybody back then, like, wh- why this arose is, like, everybody back then can tell you exactly what happened in the summer of 1974. I watch baseball all the time. I couldn't tell you who won the World Series in 2017, 2018, 2019. And this is something that I like. Do you yeah. actually want to know? Remember when <laughs> President Lyndon B. Johnson got assassinated? Oh, like it was yesterday, Jim. Oh, no. The, the famous line is like, every old person knows where they were the day Elvis died. Right. It's like my grandma could say like, oh, I was at the store. I'm like, uh, okay. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, maybe we are getting dumber. And then I thought about it because I'm going to stick up for our generation because I'm a part of it. I'm a leader. Yeah. We're overloaded. I and do that's why reme- I paused right there because I had so many things going on <laughs> in my brain. I do remember where I was when like Michael Jackson died. I do, I do too, actually. Yeah, so. Oh my God. Dude, you, what? Were, were you at uh, Long John Silver's? I have no fucking clue, James. I have no clue. I was at Lindbergh Park getting ready for a freshman B baseball game. I was you at- really liked Mike, huh? I wanted to be like Mike. Yeah, I was. At- I wanted oh. to be liked by Mike. Oh, whoa! R.I.P. No disrespect. I mean? No disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect. <laughs> That's all right. We found season twelve. No, no disrespect. disrespect. So we that, that gives so us per- easy. I mean, yeah. that gives us permission to say whatever the fuck yeah. we want. No disrespect. Fuck you. Gosh, we haven't had that switch this one third time. <laughs> Whoops. I mean, we t-shirt idea brewing. Uh-oh, they're going to let me out the cage. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. Chicago sports fucking suck. Yeah, Actually, right. full-on disrespect. <laughs> right, okay. No disrespect towards anything other than Chicago sports. Perfect. Respect. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right, moving right along. Um, Happy I, almost turkey day. Yeah, I will never, and I mean ever, and I mean ever, 
understand how people start thinking about Christmas until Thanksgiving is over. Uh, I think it's the most irrationally mad that I get about anything in the world. See, I I understand that, but like this week, I flipped on the Christmas music. I was kind of feeling in the mood. Mm-mm. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's. It, I think the day after Halloween is pure insanity. James, Professor James, Pat. no disrespect. Thank you. I was just absolutely fucking ridiculous. Okay, I, I said this week. This first is good off, enough. First off, yes, I understand that the reason for the holiday of Thanksgiving is due to colonization. Sure, we can get that out of the way. No disrespect. <laughs> So but nice. what's better than football? Right. Then beers. Mm-hmm. Then beers while watching football. Mm-hmm. Then also, guess what? Oopsie daisy. A whole smorgasbord mm-hmm. of the most delicious food that you've had because you only have it once a year. It's like grandma's cookies. If you have it too much, you're going to get spoiled and you don't think it's so great. Hey, hey, you're preaching right now. I Six am, things. dude. Six there's, things there's, in 30 seconds. There's one thing that I will allow... With downgrading uh, Thanksgiving, and that is that turkey's overrated. I was born on Thanksgiving. That's ridiculous. Turkey is fucking unbelievable. In comparison to the rest of the plate, turkey is. Where do you rank it? Turkey's at Christmas. That's better than turkey. Why are you eating turkey on Christmas? Exactly. Do you eat turkey on Christmas? I don't. I'm oh. asking you guys. What turkey's ham. one? Turkey's one. You think ham's better than turkey? Yeah, dude. I might okay, be. so I, if I, you I understand, if I you understand. take turkey by itself, mm-hmm. not great. So good. You're okay. To each their own. Let's stick to the point. Let's stay on the same team. No, no disrespect. <laughs> turkey is great with mashed potatoes and gravy on the same bite. I okay, the same exact thing about ham. Exactly, but turkey itself is just. A staple of Thanksgiving. I wouldn't be upset if turkey was no longer involved in the dinner. And I'm asking you, what would you want to substitute it with? Well, it's not a substitute because absolutely, if the, I, I got to put one piece of turkey on the plate because you have to for you got to keep explaining because I'm losing my mind right now. What do you mean? Okay, what's your Thanksgiving what do you plate look like? My oh, thank God! All right, here we go. <laughs> Time to buckle in, champion. This is what dreams are made of. Okay, so start with the stuffing. Mm-hmm. The stuffing is the centerpiece of the plate. Right. Plop that down right in the center of it. Let everything else soak up in that goodness. And I get it. If you want to put the mashed potatoes and the gravy in the middle so it all oozes around, totally fine. But if you're one of those psychopaths that need all their food separated, Thanksgiving's not your holiday. No, it's not. Not your fucking holiday. So stuffing. Mashed potatoes and gravy, mm-hmm. naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever, like the casserole green is, bean. yeah, the yeah casserole, b- green bean, broccoli, whatever it decides to be that year. Toss that on there too. Dinner roll with a nice slab of butter, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Oh, you uh-huh. got to do two rolls. Yeah, and then you start looking at the turkey, and you're like, it looks good, but it looks better than it tastes for me more often than not. I, I agree with you 100% on, like, that you need to have the mashed potatoes and, like, the stuffing with the bite. Yeah. it's I agree, but it's, like, I'm still, like, turkey's great either way. Ham's great either way. But, Brady, here, I, I don't want you to go insane because, listen. He's going to. Listen here right now because even when I have a great spicy chicken sandwich, you know what I need with it? French fries. French fries. And maybe a little dip of ranch. Absolutely. So I totally understand that turkey's a necessity for the holiday, but it tandems better when there's something else included in the bite. Of course, Pat, but if you gave me that plate that you just said without a piece of turkey on it, I would punch you in the face. True. 
So you got to put a little slice of turkey on there, and then there's also ham. So you toss a bunch on there. So we're agreeing. I don't think we are. You need the turkey. You need it more than you need anything else. I think you need it because it's it's like the reason people don't like Nickelback. <laughs> no, it's not even close. You're going to turkey and Nickelback. It's the, exact, it's the exact same. It's not. Why do people not like like Nickelback? Because everybody else likes it. No, it was too it, cool. No, it's cool. It was cool to hate Nickelback, and then it became cool not to hate Nickelback to actually like it, like right. me. Okay, because I'm cool. Right. So, if you take away the fact that Thanksgiving is built around turkey. Correct. So, you can't have it without. All I'm saying is that there's better options, possibly. You haven't given me Ham, dude. Dude, ham's not a sufficient answer. Okay, It's just another fucking lunch meat. No disrespect. Hey, hey. Uh, You're not telling me that ham's on another planet than turkey. You're not. Nobody would agree with you that on a hundred survey, a hundred people. Good answer. Good answer. None of them would be ham. <laughs> Dude, what's your ideal lunch sandwich? If you say turkey, turkey and cheese, I'm going to freak out. cheese, mayonnaise, yeah. and lettuce. Yeah, that's that's a child's lunch. Dude, a ham and cheese is literally on every kid's menu on the globe. Exactly. Right. Exactly my I point. Am You're not a child. Mentally. Yeah. But my tummy's not. I, think, I mean, I would love dino chicken nuggets all the time, but yeah, also no. But like for a sandwich, you want? Uh, do you need uh, what? What do we got, Zach? You can have. Oh, also, my friend Zach's here. I'll read it. <laughs> Americans eat about forty-six million turkeys for Thanksgiving, compared to twenty-four point seven five million pounds of ham. Double, almost. That's fair. Thank you, thank you, Zach. You can <laughs> you can come by whenever you want. <laughs> All right, uh, can we get back to the yes. friggin' point here? Sure. Christmas is like, there's so much going on. And it's basically the same food. So with me, I want everything right away. What happens first? Thanksgiving. What happens before Thanksgiving? A national day of blacking out. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving's it's, great. I'm not. It's the best ever. It, it, like I said, I was born on Thanksgiving. But you're so already I love talking it. about Christmas, and I think that's super disrespectful. I'm not throwing like I, Thanksgiving is great, but all I said was I was getting a little bit in the season, just flipped it on. But all you said was disrespectful. No disrespect. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thanksgiving rules. Thanksgiving yep. is great. And my dad has this famous line. He says, the best part about Thanksgiving is there's not a bunch of annoying brats asking when we're going to open up presents. Exactly. <laughs> there's no there's no sh- sh- shebang anywhere. It's just everybody's cold. I love drinking at like nine in the morning on Thanksgiving. Yeah, you're like really making a lot of points to saying that Thanksgiving's I never, the best did ever. Did I throw Thanksgiving's shade? the best and ever and you'll be forgiven. Thanksgiving is the best ever. And Christmas doesn't even sniff its jock. Christmas strap. doesn't sniff its jock. Whoa. Right. You're all forgiven. Right. Yeah. Uh, all I said, like I said. No, 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 no. Let's just stop there. Do you, watch hop- the, do you watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? I, I will this year. Good. Because it's got Christmas floats in it. Yeah, I get worried about those balloons though. Really worried about them. <laughs> They're so close to the buildings. It is, like, amazing how they just don't start knocking off One awnings. One fell once, and it's, like, it traps people under them. Oh, that's, like, terrifying. You get suffocated under a freaking Snoopy balloon? Yeah. I mean, if I, I had a nickel, I, right? If the pilgrims <laughs> would have saw this. 
I mean, <laughs> they would have walked right back to England. Yeah. Oh, let's or not get got it, on the boat. Final, yeah. final point. <laughs> final point. These holidays are towards the end of the month, so that you can use the month to get ready and prepare for it. So, if you use all of November in order to get ready for the month leading up to Christmas, you're a little crazy. No yeah. disrespect. Thanksgiving rules. Thanksgiving rules. Uh, Take Christmas, your Christmas and drool. Down. <laughs> you should Actually, just start, I like the lights. We're gonna see like Brady on the news, man, just ripping down Christmas lights in the middle of November. <laughs> That's gonna be my niche. And, and, and like the people are gonna be yelling at you, "Hey, turkey sucks!" And you're just gonna get out of the cop car. What the fuck did you say? And then I'm just gonna shoot them. <laughs> oh my god! They're gonna be welcome wearing- to Chicago. <laughs> All right. Basketball. Yeah, basketball. Um, <laughs> Hoop the, dreams. The NCAA. Basketball has started a couple weeks back. Yeah. Uh, Tar Heels are going to win it all. And Hunter Dickinson transferred from Michigan to Kansas. Kansas had a 16-point comeback against the Tar Heels in 2022 in the championship and ruined my life. And you also know that I don't like Michigan. So this guy, some way or another, is going to ruin my year. He has such a punchable face, too. And he has to be around our age. I want to check his birth certificate. Well, now that you say that, I can relate to him. Do you know how many people tell me that they just want to, like, my face looks like that, too? I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that to you. Oh, you should be around more. They say it all the time. Oh, sorry. You decided to go to Mexico. Oh, dude. What does that have to do with Thanksgiving? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, Tar Heels are going to win it all. No doubt in my mind. Um, Kansas is number one in the nation right now. And they are playing against Pat's alma mater tonight, who is fourth in the nation, the Marquette Golden Eagles. Are they going to retire your jersey this year? It would be about time. Um, College was the best year of my life, but I do not want to go back to that school. Um, But they are ranked four, so um, that's cool for everybody that ended up finishing there for them. Uh, For me... On the other did hand, did Dwayne Wade graduate? Yeah, I Jimmy can Butler didn't. I can only. <laughs> Doc Rivers went there too. Um, I can only be a fan for a game and two minutes of the next game um, for my stint at Marquette. Choose wisely. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Gonna hammer the Golden Eagles at some point, but gotta keep it tame for now. James's uh, Calcutta team, the um, Connecticut's. I, what's the Thanos meme? They called me a madman. I only bought two teams yeah. in the whole Calcutta, and my one team won. Yeah, yeah I think great I think parties. Thanos said that entire sentence. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's why he hated the Avengers. They stole his Calcutta team. Um, so the <laughs> so Explain Kansas this to me in NBA. <laughs> Sorry, man. No worries. Uh, so Kansas, Purdue, Arizona, Marquette, Connecticut, Houston. Here, kitty, kitty. Mm -hmm. Tennessee, Creighton, Duke, Miami. North Carolina is at 14. Brady has no problem with where they are. All happens in March. Um, I don't see... Purdue can stay at number two all they want. They're going to get knocked at the 16 at latest. No disrespect. They're invisible to me. No disrespect. Absolutely. I would say full-on disrespect, actually, to them, because they suck. Yeah, they can't win a big, big game. James, that's... Never mind. <laughs> nah. That's the point. <laughs> no uh, disrespect uh, is the disrespect. <laughs> just goes. Oh, uh, <laughs> all right. My bad. Um, the Tar Heels. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, and then my Alabama roll tied are at 17. Yeah, hopefully they got a lot of shooters. Active. Yeah. Um, hopefully they can <laughs> so play sorry. with all five players on the court. Yeah. I just love bringing that up. I can't believe Alabama had to play an actual college game with four people on the court. Do you know what's so funny about sports? Nobody gives a shit about that happening anymore. He's getting paid millions of dollars by an NBA team now. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, dude. And the word sex is in his name. Yeah. Dude. It's crazy. Wow. Um, the, the reason I think the Tar Heels are going to win a little analytics here is that they're got to be the oldest team in college basketball. <laughs> is Baycott still on Baycott the team? Baycott is still on the team. What? They He's got a tr- graduate transfer, I believe he is. Cormac Ryan, my cousin from Notre Dame. <laughs> R.J. Davis, I think he's got to be at least 22. And uh, that's uh, Jalen Washington. He's he's a breakout star. He's only 19. Okay. But while we're talking about North Carolina, back to that, like, championship loss. Well, are you disrespectful or not? Disrespectful? No, I'm not being disrespectful. Okay. Are you, like, obviously that was so frustrating. But by the time that that tournament was over, did you even watch the second half of that game? I think you were just still riding the high of the Duke game. I was and- fixing my door. <laughs> that I broke for the end end of it. Because, Dude. James, even though I had Tom Brady, I'm still from Chicago, like we talked about. And we are just born losers. And we can sniff out when things are going to go bad right away. And people think we're pessimistic. And then they stick around for a little bit, and they're like, oh, wow, yeah, you guys just always lose. Like, we really do. So, like, about 10 minutes into the second half, there was a little hinge off my door that I was fixing for the last 10 minutes. Any more questions? No, I'm just going to say you're the reason that I was hung over for about a month after drinking for that whole, oh, that, that run. So sorry that I gave you so much fun. Oh, I'm <laughs> saying it was the best fucking time ever. We talk about the NBA now. James made me mad. Yeah. Not uh, mad. Go heels. Maybe more just a little bit upset. Yeah. Disappointed. Um, no, never disappointed. But <laughs> before we move to NBA... Would it make sense for me to join you? Yeah. On this conquest? Yeah. Should I be just as intolerable as you towards North Carolina this year? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Um, I believe that's where I'm going to go. Um, we will welcome you with the openest of arms. Okay. The openest is a word. Do you yes, want the kicks is. I got? Are you talking to us? <clears throat> yeah. This is Tar Heel Nation over here. Yeah, I please. have Carolina blue dunks. Do you have anything that's dark blue in your closet? No. Oh, wait. Look at your shirt right now. Dark blue because he likes Duke. You're out. I yeah, don't. dude. I uh, that's I might be a Duke fan that's now. Actually, that's James, actually, don't even don't, fucking don't joke, joke about around, it. Don't, don't joke about it right now. <laughs> we somebody's watch somebody's hanging out with us, dude. We can't let him see our dysfunction. Do, don't. don't bring him up, dude. Don't fucking say his name. Stop it. Don't say his name. I swear to God, dude. Don't do it. I'm not saying his name. All right? I'm going to say it in when we talk about NBA, but um, stop it, dude. All right? I'm not going to lie. I don't know who we're talking about, but okay. Yeah, exactly. we're talking about like four different guys, yeah, so don't okay. worry about it. Um, I do have a lot of navy blue in my wardrobe, so this is going to be something I work towards. Yeah, well, it's navy blue for Marquette. And that's okay. You freaking got your masters from there. Yeah. Doctrine. Um, all right. I have, so while we transition ever so cleanly into NBA, I just want to let you guys know, um, about somebody who requested, uh, 
let's just this is a hypothetical. Somebody who requested two hundred million dollars from one of oh. our teams happens to still be employed. Um and James, if if you asked your boss for two hundred million dollars, that's you'd be pretty confident that you've been putting in the work and deserve the two million dollars, right? Yeah. You you wouldn't be averaging, let's say like six sales sales. Yeah. And like three calls a week or like you wouldn't be averaging those. You'd be averaging higher, right? Yeah. Yeah, you'd be doing way better than Pat Williams. Because he's averaging currently five point eight points a game, three point five rebounds a game, one point two assists per game, and he thinks he deserves two hundred million dollars. I mean, million dollars. So non disrespectful to you right now, James. It's just because he made the hypothetical and you were in it. And I'm being dead serious right now. And I know you're going to think I'm crazy. I know you think it's the hot takes for the podcast. I would rather give James $200 million to play for the Bulls for the next 10 years than Pat Williams. And I'm not even somewhat joking. Thank you. Perfect, because that leads directly into my point that I could put up this exact stat line in the NBA if you dropped me in today. Yeah, Pat, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I think you could get at least halfway there. I 5.8 points, 3.5 rebounds, 1.2 assists is what I do in a pickup game up to 15. Right. I, I said to you, like, you're better than that. Like, this guy is playing 30 minutes a game. Out of 48. I have gotten so numb to this situation. Yeah, you really haven't said much about I, this. Just, dude, James, it is the most diabolical thing that has happened to me in a long, long time. And we've been talking about how we want to make Chicago sports great again. We haven't had... <laughs> we've been talking we, about it for years. We literally haven't had anything in almost 10 years. And this is the craziest thing that's happened. It's, it's bonkers. It is bonkers that there is someone on planet earth telling Patrick Williams that that's what he's worth. There's no way in hell that he's just coming out of nowhere saying I deserve 200 million. There's someone telling him that that's the number Mm -hmm. and he doubled down on it and said it out loud. Yep. Yep. I I just, I seriously can't believe what's going on. And you know, one of the big things that's going to get me bummed out is after this year ends, when he gets a contract, no matter when or where or how much it's for, they will refer to him as a veteran. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. Why? I think five years is the already The veteran too early. minimum should not be for your mediocrity staying in the league by the breath of your last one ever. Right. Your veteran tag should be to the fact that you've committed and done something for the goddamn organization that you stand with. I think it's really disrespectful to the troops also. Absolutely, dude. They, you can't be tossing that around. name right. around. Absolutely. Come on, dude. Even veterans who take care of animals are better than Pat Williams. Veterinarians? Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, come on. Because <laughs> if you shorten both of those, Felix it became vets. So yeah, not yeah. animals. He's yeah. a botanist. <laughs> James, can we get confirmation on yeah, botanist, flower person? Just a, 
Yep. <laughs> just, just a heads up. Fuck that. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I'm going to start out in the West, and we'll make All our right, way back perfect. to the Bulls. I love Josh Giddy. He's filling in for Lonzo for me at the moment because he's averaging like 12, 7, and 6, and that's my favorite player. He's a facilitator, mm-hmm. and he's just like young, great hair from Australia too. Just That never makes any sense to me mm-hmm. how far away Australia is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not close. Not at all. And then the T-Wolves, I mean, Mr. Edwards is an absolute problem. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's just that he has no killers along with him. Yeah, he's got the exact opposite. Yeah, he's like got Pillsbury Doughboys. Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert may be the smallest seven foot four people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. Huge. It's like impossible for them to look small. And Comparatively to you, you are all the same size. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Hands down, without a doubt, if I'm putting confidence and just, you know, personality to the test, you're 6'7". I'm like one of those big dogs who's scared of little dogs, but not scared of bigger dogs. Right, absolutely. Because little dogs, you never know what they're up to. Absolutely. Yeah, you can never know what their master plan is. The big dogs, you know all they got is the bark. Absolutely. Come on. Um, He had an interview, and they're like, LeBron, or uh, who said it? Micah Parsons said that Anthony Edwards could play in the NFL. He goes, yep, I could play quarterback or wide receiver, whatever you need. And I was like, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because when I say that, people call me insane. I know. They don't get you. (laughs) Uh, Nuggets, Jokic. Yeah, so uh, he got ejected last night on what seemed to be bullshit. I don't know. Did you watch? No, but do they have an off day coming up? Is he trying to? Get back home Is he trying to get to Serbia for a little bit? He's trying to get back home. He's trying to get back home. Yeah, you know, he it was real early in the game and somebody was bumping him and he just kept like shrugging towards the ref and then just didn't let up and kept yelling yeah. at him. Maybe it was a plant. Yeah. He's for sure back in Serbia, actually. There's no doubt about it. He took a 48 hour trip back home he's just because he horses. fucking hates his job. Dude, he's just like us. Yeah, dude, for real. Dude, I got to call off just because I fucking hate it here. (laughs) I don't have anything else to do. I just fucking hate it here. (laughs) Um, Last thing in the West, James Harden said not to worry about the Clippers. He said, once we get this thing going, we're going to be scary. So I am not worried about the Clippers. (laughs) Dude, I don't know. I think we just need to put Pat Williams and James Harden in a room and just see what if they could like figure out those, you know, those little toys kids have with the circles and the star and how long it would take them to figure that out. And we'll give them 200 million at the end of James it. Harden's just holding on to the star and Pat Williams like, yeah, he's just James Harden is just chucking them from 40 feet away. And Pat Williams is like, okay. Yeah, I could do that, too. I want yeah. his money. Yeah, and he's like, I'm supposed to be on the bench. <laughs> I'm the sixth man. I want $200 million. <laughs> oh, is your team doing good? No. Are you doing good? No. So then why do you deserve it? Uh, this guy told me I did. Brady, I got a hypothetical for you. Oh, God. <laughs> um, what would make you more angry? Giving Pat Williams $200 million or having him go somewhere else and become an all-star? Well, it's, I'm so deep into when he gets $200 million, he's going to become an all-star. Right. Because but this there's is no the other way. yin or the yang. 
What would make you more angry? Honestly, if we gave him $200 million. Agreed. 100% agree. There's no merit there, and there was no merit to draft him. There's a video on our Instagram that says, I will never root for the Bulls again if we draft Patrick Williams. Yeah. And it's like another one of those things where it's like, I don't want to be right. Right. I'm not happy about being right in this mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. But it's like he's a sixth man on a Florida State team that is just not a bona fide blue blood in college basketball. And we're drafting him fourth overall. Yeah, it's like the Bears taking a quarterback from an ACC team that's really good at basketball. Right, and we're all on the same page. I don't think I'm the smartest person in the world. I don't think I have the greatest takes in the world. But one plus one is always going to equal two. Always. Mm-hmm. And this was just, I, I look at the, on the paper. And I look at his stats, I'm like, okay, whatever, kind of fine. Then you watch him play, and you're like, oh, wait, the game's starting. Patrick Williams must be hurt. No, he doesn't even start for his fucking college team. Yeah, ridiculous. It's just I need to be in one of these rooms because these GMs and owners, I think they're on crack. Yeah. I think that, and not the fun kind. Yeah. <laughs> not, the fun, not the fun kind <laughs> they, at all. They're on some bad crack. <laughs> epidemic. Hey, but right, you're, what you said, though, about Florida State – when have you ever seen Florida State like make a run in a basketball tournament that's not like the Sweet 16? I don't think I've ever seen them play outside of the Sweet 16. Right. It's not like they're this factory, and it's just, it, it's it really like, is the biggest head scratcher. They're just, a classic three seed that'll go down before the Sweet 16. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Bulls, Let's go to the East. Bulls suck ass. Yes. That's all there is to it. They suck ass. And... I understand there's more words, there's more adjectives in the dictionary, but these, this describes them perfectly. They suck ass. That they do. One thing, I think Caruso is obviously being wasted. I feel bad for him because he decides to care about the game when nobody else does. Um, but another thing that really rubbed me the wrong way was that when we came back against the Heat, we were down 21 to, or 22 to 1 mm-hmm. to start the first quarter. That you don't win those games. I don't know how they did. And we ended up winning, and Zach Levine storms off the court like a little child throwing a little tantrum yeah. and just doesn't say hello to it, doesn't stop, doesn't celebrate with his team. Caruso's going balls to the wall trying to get a stop. DeMar hits it, whatever. It, there's something going on just in Chicago. When you land coming into here, you're like, let's go, Chicago, I'm here. And then all of our fans get really into it, and then you realize – Oh, this is why it doesn't work. Well, the reason that we're at where we're at in all Chicago sports is that we sign one right guy, we draft one right guy, but then we waste the other two. We're 50-50 on both. I mean, we signed DeMar. That seems to be a decent signing. And then we signed Zach Levine. That seems to be awful. Yeah. And I'm going to go to the draft. I'm trying to find one that we like. We draft Pat Williams. Who outweighs him to the 50? Oh, wait, we're 0% on the draft. Sorry, I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But in free agency, we're 50-50, and that's not going to make a winning basketball team. Mm -mm. And, hey, Zach Levine, I'm pretty positive that the Bulls are looking to move you, and if you were who you thought you were, you'd be gone. But you're not because nobody wants you for what we're asking for, which is a max player, which you're obviously not. And that, all you're doing is diminishing your stock by walking off the court. Like, it's just, it's comical, man, at this point. It's comical. I wanted to add on to that, but Sorry. I think you nailed it to a T. Thank you. He's ruining every chance he's had to convince other teams that he is who he says he is. Right. And now that you said T... That's actually what they call the train system in Boston. And that's a great segue. Boston, K 
kill everyone. That's all I have written down for the Celtics. Kill everyone. Yes. Rest of the East has a lot to prove, and they probably won't. Celtics in four. Yeah, they looked like the only basketball team. Um, it depends on the steps that uh, Tyrese Maxey makes. Right. Because the Sixers are killing it without Harden. The Clippers are obviously not with him. Yeah. Um, Milwaukee's still figuring it out. I think they have a chance to figure it out. It's it's all going to depend on the Celtics. Can they close it? Yeah, but he, the thing with the Celtics is why I'm so scared about them for everybody else in the league. It's like, okay, so say they do match up against Milwaukee. Drew Holiday holds Damian Lillard to 20, okay? Mm-hmm. Chris Stop hold Giannis to 20. Who's holding Jason Tatum to yeah. under 40? Who's yeah. holding Jalen Brown? They're just defensively at a mismatch. Isn't and, Middleton good at defense? Yeah, when he's out there, I think he played six games. True, this year. very true. He, he very really, that's what I'm talking about, like history and accountability, like yeah. Sixers and Bucks. Sorry, James. And he really, I mean, like like you just said about Tatum, it's just ridiculous. Like nobody can match up with them, right? And they can match up defensively with everybody. So that's why I think they're terrifying. I mean, Drew Holiday, like yeah, leaves the Bucks, then goes to the Celtics. That's another ring for him, exactly. And Drew meant so much more to them than people know. Hundred percent. I mean, the, it's not like the Bucks are dominating like people thought they were. I know they're still kind of figuring it out a little bit. It's still early, but the Celtics run the East, and no one's going to get by them. My biggest problem with it is like when you have a guy like Giannis, a perennial superstar, Hall of Famer, a guy who you're built built your franchise around. Why are you going to start over with someone again? What if it doesn't work out? You know? Yeah. And obviously, hindsight's always twenty twenty. And it could work out and they win the championship. And I look like an idiot for saying that. But if I was a GM, I'd be like, okay, I have Giannis. I'm not going to throw anything in here to mess that up. Brady, quickly, who's getting the first basket in Cavs Sixers? Uh, is Allen playing? Jarrett? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that guy. Darius okay. Garland. Um, that's all I really have for the NBA. Yeah, I, I don't have much more on it. I mean, there's a 82 games. Yeah, I'm not worried about the rest of the season, though. <laughs> <laughs> the Celtics are going to kill everybody. I'm and also, right um, the in-season tournament, obviously, is going on tonight. Um, <laughs> it's the best way to get people to stop caring about that. Be a Bulls fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they suck in the regular season. They suck at the in-season. I saw, I saw a great... Uh, so, last week, we obviously... I dove into what is actually going on with this in-season tournament. And I saw a really cool take on it that is getting me more into the idea which is for the young guys trying to prove their worth the monetary value of making it to the knockout rounds helps them grow a little bit within the game and I thought that was really cool because if you're a rookie that maybe went undrafted signed worked their tail off got to like the eighth man on let's say Toronto Mm-hmm. and the Raptors somehow make it past group play into the knockout rounds, you've just probably doubled your income. Absolutely. I love every aspect of this in-season tournament. Yeah. Every single aspect of it. Yeah, it's crazy. If you just you know study it a little bit, and then it all starts to make sense, but sometimes these leagues just 
tend to fuck us. Yeah, well, it's insanity why it was created, but I love it. I mean, I, I'm here in reality, and the reality is nobody plays in the regular season, and it's somewhat meaningless. or getting more and more meaningless for teams. And now this comes in and makes it more meaningful. I love that because I love the fans. I am a fan. I root for the fans. I stand for the fans. I'm the president of the fucking fans. Facts. And when you go to a game, you work hard to get your kid to go to a game, and you want to go see Kevin Durant or Kawhi Leonard or LeBron James, mm-hmm. and they're not playing that night, you never, you don't know when you're going to get back to another game. Right. So you buy, you spend a little extra money to go to the end season tournament, and then they're playing. And it could be the best. It could change somebody's life. It's like you hear all these professionals all the time now are like, oh, I went to a game when I was four, and I saw Michael Jordan, or yeah. I saw Wayne Gretzky or something, and it changed my life forever. Right. This is that type of thing. Yeah. And now we have a commercial for it, and DeMar DeRozan is in it, and it couldn't be more useless to have a guy in a fucking in-season <laughs> tournament for a team that's going to go 0-4 twice of the magic. Um, Sorry. Do I'm going to spur the moment, do a little bit of this real quick. Speaking of the, like, you never know who's going to play once you get to the game or you buy the ticket. There was this cool video that popped up when... Randy Johnson was supposed to pitch against Greg Maddox and they both got scratched and it was like, well, fans, if you were hoping for the Randy Johnson versus Greg Maddox matchup, we got something different for you. You got this. And I forget what the announcer actually said, but he's like, you got this no name, Max Scherzer, (laughs) no wins, no losses facing off against a three and O young kid, Clayton Kershaw. That's crazy. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Same energy. Yeah. Imagine like, you're like, Oh fuck. I don't get to see Randy Johnson. I don't get to see Greg Maddox. And I get these two yahoos. Yeah. That if I'm in that situation, it's like, who the fuck is Max Scherzer? He's going to be a nobody in four <laughs> months, dude. Fuck this. Can't wait to tell my son in 10 years. I told you about that Max Scherzer. <laughs> told you about that Max Scherzer. See, <laughs> I knew Clayton Kershaw was a good regular season guy, but when it comes down to the nuts and bolts, the guy can't get it done in the postseason. <laughs> Billy, I told you, if you focus on the two-seam outside to the lefties, outside two-seam come on. You were too Christ. busy stuffing your face with the nacho helmet. Yeah, and then um, where's your mother? The White Sox signed somebody just now, right before the uh, episode, and I sent it to our buddy Mitch, and he said, "Death, taxes, and signing former All Stars." Do you Hold guys on. know who we signed? Paul DeJong. Oh, I wanted to do a guessing game. Yeah. Paul DeJong. Do you guys ever had shrimp DeJong? <laughs> he is not shrimp DeJong. No, dude, he's shrimp de Jean that has been hanging so out good. too long. Oh yeah, you don't want that. That's that's a great way to put it. Yeah, it's like, that's... but uh, if if we dress it up a little bit more, take it out of the bowl that it's currently in, put it in a fresh bowl with some fresh cocktail sauce, maybe he's a new look. Can I give you some slight? Still good news? the same fucking taste. An ex Cardinal going to the White Sox can only mean good things. Shut for you. the fuck I'm up. I'm just dude. telling don't you right give now. Me that. You... I'm telling you right now. You're an absolute when Paul DeJong, ball, And people dude. are like, oh, Tim Anderson, who next year when this guy hits 490 <laughs> home runs? Just don't be surprised. Yeah. Um, this is, that's the all, that's only baseball that I ever want to talk about him ever and, again. Him and Ben Attendee both give <laughs> your all stars. <laughs> yeah. And then Elvis Andrews with a walker batting 319, dude. <laughs> Uh, get me out of this godforsaken state. What? 
You pressed the button. <laughs> James, your time to shine. Okay, biggest college football game, I'm going to say within the last 10 years on Saturday. I think ever. I Yeah, you might not be far off. Ohio State, Michigan, It's I really think there should be a SWAT team on the field for when they, <laughs> when they warm up because well, they are going to try to kill each other. Listen, I know who runs the show, and it's the SEC. I get that, but I'm saying like with just everything going on, all this media attention, I don't know if Georgia plays anybody good. I don't know. Um, and then you have two and three facing off, and then four with whatever his name is, Travis, going down for Florida State. This weekend is all eyes on Ohio State, Michigan, like it always would be, but then there's nothing else going on, and you have the Jim Harbaugh scandal. You have it being started by Ryan Day's brother, allegedly. Allegedly. Th- and 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 Michigan's coming off two, two, two wins in a row against Ohio State. This is the biggest college football game in our lifetime, for sure, with everything, what it means and everything surrounding it, for sure. It's, it's just like, I saw like an idiot on Twitter, and I don't really like comment that much on Twitter stuff, because I have 50 followers that you guys know. <laughs> I tweet. I don't comment. Uh, <laughs> huge difference. That is so James, That's dude. Such <laughs> Some guy goes, the, bitch. The, the, he goes, the Auburn-Alabama is still the biggest. The Auburn-Alabama rivalry is still bigger. I'm like, how? I'm like, in what world? That game has not been big since the kick six. Yeah. Like, it's, And that game wasn't supposed to be big. Exactly. I think, I think the, you guys are forgetting about Wabash DePaul. Yes. Division I love that day. on Bell. Let's make sure that we do clarify Division One rivalry. Mm-hmm. D- Division One rivalry, it's just like, it's never been more personal. Like, it's just, you have all the Michigan crybabies out there that are just saying, oh, Ryan Day did this, Ryan Day did that. It's just idiots. Jim Harbaugh accepted his suspension. It's just idiots saying nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. Usually t- when the truth comes out, I'll spend a day or two saying that it's not really the truth and they were lying, but then I'll accept it. Like Michigan fans still haven't accepted that he, the coach, Jim Harbaugh, accepted his three-game suspension. and He ca- accepted that what they told him, that he was doing wrong and cheating, he said yes. Here's the other thing too. Connor Stallions got fired or quit or whatever, he has not talked to the Big Ten what happened because they were doing stuff that's illegal. He's going to take that to his grave like, oh, I'm repping Michigan. I'm not going to rat on Jim Harbaugh. That's what he's doing because they were doing illegal shit. Well, the NCAA's investigation is still ongoing. So, I mean, that'll be fine. I think the, the biggest problem that they had was that the Big Ten intervened and the Big Ten never really intervenes or like the conference never intervenes. It's always just the NCAA. And I love that the Big Ten did because you can obviously pay off the NCAA. I mean... Yeah, you. It's just right now. It's it's just the stakes have never been higher, and I'm going to keep saying that. It's the whole world is going to be watching that game, and it's funny. People say, "Oh, Alabama's the needle mover." Oh, we got like it was Clemson for a long time. It's Ohio State. They were in the most watched game of all time, and now they're going to be in like yeah. second. And most. I think Paul Feinbaum might be the most unbiased TV character that there is. I love Paul, Feinbaum. and he's on fire <laughs> right now. He's on fire. He's basically calling Jim Harbaugh like a douchebag on national television. Here's the thing: like, if this would have been two weeks ago, I would have said I fucking hate Paul Feinbaum. Of course, me too. <laughs> but he just came out and just ripped Michigan, and he's like, "Oh, you guys think you're America's team? 
America doesn't like cheaters. America yeah. doesn't like the Astros. He just moved from not a MySpace friend to number one on my top ten friends. <laughs> oh yeah, like I sent him a DM right away. I'm like, I love you, Paul. I'm like, just know that. Yeah. Hey, we got this podcast. If you don't want to pop on, feel free. Yeah, and, you can swear. And this is this is a good time of the year where I don't like my hero Dave Portnoy because he just keeps going. My hero. <laughs> he doesn't like I, you know. He uh, you guys beef. No, we're beefing right. He doesn't know we're beefing, but we're beefing right no, now. No, he knows, James. He fucking he knows. He fucking love that. You he just fucking said knows. That. He he keeps going, saying, "Oh, America hates us," and then he goes, "We're America's team, buddy. You got to pick one." Yeah, pick a side, well, champion. I was, I was. Also, you just buddied Dave Portnoy. Ooh. Pretty solid. Yeah, you heard me. Oh, he doubled <laughs> down on pal. Um, I was on your side for that too, and then you realize that he runs a social media company, and the more content and the more uh, eyes on him are great. But also, they are doing a college game day there while ESPN is going to be there, and they're saying the Michigan Chronicle came out and said no, no Michigan fans are going to the ESPN game day. That's crazy. And they're all going to go to the Barcelona. I was like, okay. And Fox is there too. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, Fox is just going to be all Ohio State because they're Meyer, but it would so, be really cool to see that transition from off of ESPN, which I think is already happening because ESPN is just so fucking vanilla and they never let anything cool happen. I, mean, I love Herbie. Yeah, so do I. And I think they'll always have this is Scott Van Pelt too, but I think Saturday could show the change in viewers and fans rather oh. than where the money's going. I mean, Saturday, it's going to just be electric all around. I have a bar f- go filling up with people who want to go there just to spite me. And it's actually hilarious how grown men are like, I want to see James cry. <laughs> no, di- br- <laughs> no, disrespect. no disrespect. You're like one of the nicest guys I know too, which is the funniest thing in the world that so many people Sometimes. love watching you lose. <laughs> Oh, it's it's so funny. Like grown men are like, "Oh, I want to see James cry," and I'm like, "Okay, well, well we can't right, put the grown it. men part in there because we're both grown men, and if they lose, we'll probably not till I'm thirty. Not till I'm thirty. Not till I'm thirty. Not till I'm thirty. So true. No disrespect. I mean, Brady but, saw with the Notre Dame game, the whole bar was standing behind me, just yelling at me, and then when they when Ohio State pulled it off last second, I legit hugged Brady. Turned around, and yelled at the bar, and just yelled, "Suck my dick!" at the top of my lungs. Can I put <laughs> put a little pat on my back? I'll get on is your back. Is there anybody? Thank you. Is there anybody better to have in your corner in those situations than me? Oh, I was legit. <laughs> I was sixteen Red Bulls deep, and I was ready to jump off a cliff. And Brady's like, "It's okay. We're yeah. gonna win." He's like, "We're gonna win." I really, I really, I uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> really? Go ahead. You want your uh, flowers? No, I'm gonna figure it out. I really something myself. For what I do in those situations. Pat value? Yourself the, yes. <laughs> I value the way that I behave in those situations. Uh, you are a great guy to have on your side because you're a yes man when it counts. I'm a yes man all the time. Yeah, especially when it counts. He legit was just saying, he's like, <laughs> he legit just kept saying, he's like, we're going to win this game. I'm like, no, we're not. Like, I was biting my head. I'm like, no, we're not. Yeah. He's like, we're going to win. We're going to win. That's why I get so let down when it doesn't happen. Because no matter what's going on, 40 to nothing first half, I still have this freaking psycho ability to believe that we're coming back. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. Every game. You're no crunching the what, numbers. I'm not really, obviously not crunching the numbers. 40 to zero. You're not coming back. I but only, I believe that we are. I only believe it when I know it, you know? Yeah, but I feel that way. I feel like I know we're coming back. Yeah. And it uh, never happens. I do want to talk about the actual game. Yeah, let's get into that. Because Ohio State going into Michigan, 
Michigan's favored three and a half currently with an over-under of 45 and a half. So that means Michigan at a neutral location would be favored by 0.5. So this is a wash game with home field advantage determining the spread. It's insane. Ridiculous. What's the spread at? Three and a half. Michigan's way? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they're giving Ohio State points. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. Keep them money line. Yeah. Yes, yes money dude. line. So that's exactly where I was going to because I this this rivalry already weighs too much on James, and I, I, I love the underdog story of this matchup. And over the past couple of years, it's been Michigan, so I've stayed away. Mm-hmm. Now that it's Ohio State, I'm kind of getting a little – I'm joining you on the Tar Heels. I might have to join James on this, uh, the Welcome. Buckeyes. Welcome. Just for this week because, you know, um, I don't know where to put my fandom with college yet. Well, can I help you? Yeah, please. Who do you want to be known as? The guy who rooted for the cheaters or the guy who rooted for the underdogs? It depends because if no, it were my no, team. No, no, no. Give me the time. Give me the time. Give me the time. Give me the time. No, it, it was a layup, and I swatted that shit into the third <laughs> row. Damn it. If the cheaters are my guys, they didn't cheat. Well, they're not your guys. Exactly. But in this hypothetical, you didn't say that. Sorry. Yeah. So I will let you go again. If since your guys aren't the cheaters, do you want to root for the cheaters or the underdogs? The underdogs. All right. Yeah. Rock on. Ohio State money. Yeah, I can't admit when I'm wrong. Yeah. I was wrong. You weren't wrong. You you. just misphrased. Hey, guess what? What's up? You're a good guy. No disrespect. Give me oh. some knocks. Yeah, knock this. Uh, one more. You guys are good guys, too. <laughs> uh, one more thing on the game. Brady, we talked about it briefly. J.J. McCarthy might not be good. Right, and uh, analytically-wise, I just even if I didn't like either team, I think Ohio State wins this game just because their defense has been so damn good. And guess who's on the other side of the ball? Can't guard Marv. Marvin Harrison Jr. Who's his, da- was his daddy pretty good? Pretty damn good. I heard his day was pretty good for the Indianapolis Colts. I think that the thing uh, they're doing, like, hashtag here comes the sun, is the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking... I don't think of that. Is, oh, my like, God. Ohio I'll... State, alt spread, 17. Yeah, we're so fucked in the head, man. Yeah. Just one song. Here comes nice little the catchy sun. melody. Dun, dun, I'll dun, put $5,000 Here on comes the, the sun, <laughs> and like, I say... Like it's all right, the Buckeyes, the Buckeyes, the Buckeyes. Nice. Do you want a half? Do you want a half for Saturday? I'll give you one. Yeah, please. But also, this game's at eleven a.m. What the fuck? Yeah, they this should to. be at seven thirty. No, see, I'm all for a two thirty start on games, but the eleven o'clock is the tradition. It's the pageantry. It's ah, the okay. Saturday morning. All right. All right. Nice word. Yeah, thank you. I was uh, using pageantry all last week. That's I told great. you, nice word. You did. It's it's just it's I always love that it's at seven or eleven o'clock in the morning. Uh, it's the best. It's there's nothing like it, and I think it's going to be electric. There's nothing like it. Not even the Masters. I would take this over the Masters any day of the week. Because <laughs> um, I'm not I'm not a big golf guy. So yeah, like, I know I'm fucking with you. And I, big numbers guy. I was though. I was making a tradition like no other joke there, and 
It's going to get violent on Saturday. And that tunnel, because Michigan's so broke, they can't only James is going to be hopped up on hallucinogens, fighting with himself. It's going to get crazy tonight. No, it's not. <laughs> like, I have ran my mouth to so many people around here and at higher-ups at work. Like, my whole reputation <laughs> is on the line on Saturday. I've been, I've been fired, motherfucking dude. my boss, my mom, the fucking mailman. I swear to God, if a kid looks looks at me and he's got yellow or blue on I'm hitting him in the face Wait, no yeah, with you, your car wait you guys know like the story how I told that one kid uh the week of the Notre Dame game he uh I had an Ohio State zip up on a target and he's like go Notre Dame and I just looked at him and said you're adopted your parents don't love you I swear I <laughs> and I walked away to say that absolutely ridiculous but no disrespect. No disrespect. Go Buckeyes. Buckeyes by a million. Oh, okay. I haven't seen James like this in a long time, and I'm so excited. And it's so funny because people are like, oh, you really like Ohio State? You got a couple bets on it? He's like, yeah, my job. <laughs> yeah, my job and my, my mental stability is on the line. For real. I have one more thing on this. I have stats. The last 10 matchups, 2012, Ohio State. 2013, Ohio State. 2014, Ohio State. 2015, Ohio State. 2016, Ohio State. 2017, Ohio State. 2018, Ohio State. 2019, Ohio State. And Michigan cheated the other two years. So it's, <laughs> so it's, it's just... In 2020, they faked COVID, too, and did not play Justin Fields. Hold on. Yeah. Give him... That was awesome. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here, dude. All right. Week 11 in the books for NFL. Let's do a little review on how that whole week went down. But just a quick thing right before we dive into it. Giants money line. Pat, can you remind yeah. me if we make people pay for this podcast? We do not have subscribers that need to give us monetary value in order to listen to the things that we say with our mouths. No. So we gave Giants money line away for free? You're for me? free, and we made a whole stink about it for the last five minutes of the episode last week. So maybe others should tell their friends. I was Spread telling people Giants word. money line. <laughs> Spread the word to end the debt. Mm. Wow. A traditional take on the spread the word to end the word. Exactly. I like it. Yes, uh, me and Brady <laughs> convinced each other that it was, in fact, Giants over the Commanders. No way should the Commanders be favored nine points to a division rival. Who cares if their quarterback is Danny DeVito's long-lost son, Tony? I will only take one percent of yeah, but it, of that. Tony's more Italian James. because Pat Come instilled on. into me that the Giants were going to win. I didn't even have a choice. And <laughs> it I was, called to me. I know. And then guess what? Who's in your corner? You. I'm in your fucking hole, dude. Get I'm in my coming hole. Inside your hole so hard, and I welcome you in my hole. Yeah, with, I'm. I'm open. And it was Giants all the way. And Giant I, hole. I got in there and we, and we were so disrespectful. Dude, we were not holding back the disrespect. At all. So this week started off with Thursday Night Football, Bengals at Ravens. Ravens 34, Bengals 20. Uh, the Bengals are hurt, obviously. The Ravens lost to Mark Andrews. I think the AFC North will not be relevant shortly, which going into this game we thought was going to be the exact opposite. 
Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I mean, when you see Lamar Jackson throw his helmet after Mark Andrews goes down because it's like, oh, shit, that's all over again. Just yeah. random wide receivers, some old, like a Steve Smith senior coming over now is Odell Beckham. And then you have Rashad Bateman, who is now Zay Flowers. Like, he's going to have a bunch of misfits around him. Their defense is still really good. And then the Bengals without Burrow means nothing to me. So yeah. I just I think I'm moving on from the AFC North. Yeah, there you got Watson's out, like uh, Burrow's right. out. What's the point? And I'm pretty sure too. I said at the beginning of the year it's going to be the most fun division in football. You have Kenny Pickett now leading yeah, the now charge. Now it's going to be the most depressing. Yeah, it's bad. And then yeah. whoever Cleveland gets, if they're Joe Flacco, that's what they got right. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is going to be a quarterback. Let's he's just, not going to play though. You got to start DTR next week. But it does help because that division is just grimy. It's gross. It's gross. They, in and of themselves, as four teams, are absolutely disgusting. Yeah. So now that all the handsome players on their teams are done for the year, it's going to get grimy and dirty. Right. So does a gremlin come out or does does a really tired Oscar the Grouch come out (laughs) to the playoffs and just like, yeah, are they on demon mode or are they uh, fucking. I'm here, but I have so many bullet wounds. And because <laughs> someone I just, just sit out? me up. And yeah, let's just call it quits. Yeah, one of my kids forgot his socks. We forfeit. <laughs> Perfect. I can, um, see, I can see Jamar Chase just saying, can I just chill the rest of the year? Right. There's no point in me going out there. The, bay, the Ravens covered the three and a half, and the over came in. Um, that was not a hot topic for the rest of these games, just to let you know. Yeah, also, primetime over-unders, the under has been smacking it like a ridiculous amount. So about time, yeah, Yeah. so about time an over-hits in a primetime. The amount of non-sentient things that I, like, root for and, like, live for is insane. Like, I think overs are a part of me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, dude, I had zero dollars on this game, I swear to you. But when that over finally hit, I was like, yes. I had a great Friday because there was points scored in a football game. You walk, like people are like people are like, Brady, did you win some money last night? Nope. Nope. They, they gave me the old you're glowing. <laughs> did you have sex? Almost. Basically, Almost. Pretty, pretty much. Same fucking same. No man. disrespect. Chargers right. at Beckers. We gotta talk about this. Chargers 20. I don't see any of the pluses in keeping Staley. And I'm in such a bad place with sports right now. This win scares the crap out of me because it's just Jordan Love throwing touchdowns to all rookies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, this is what's coming. Yeah, but also the Chargers legitimately cannot win a football game. Dude. Hold on. Can I pause for a second? Pause. Can I break? Do you know what this game reminds me of right now? Go for it. Do you know the first time we see the White Walkers and we're like, oh, those guys are a bunch of pussies. <laughs> yeah, it's and that. And then they show up. Yeah. Oh, no. It's go, it's. Go ahead, Pat. I need a second. Yeah, take your time. So, um, I don't get Staley at all. Obviously, nobody in the entire NFL has any idea how this guy still holds a job. I'm one of those people. Yeah. Uh, How the Chargers with all the firepower, even though they lost Mike Williams and Josh Palmer, 
You still have Austin Eckler. And I want to go back to the fact that I told you guys maybe like five weeks ago, it might be time to start thinking that Justin Herbert might not be that good. Yeah, but they really let him down. They really oh, let him down. Oh, 100%. Right. 100%. But there has never been a negative notion against Justin Herbert. He does not yeah. get enough. Like, he does make mistakes. Correct. Yes. There, There isn't anything. Like, uh, and I guess we're not in, like, Chargers sphere when it comes to, like, Twitter or wherever. I'm sure there some people are, like, calling for his head. Like I honestly the, don't the, think there is. Okay. There, there, that does not exist, actually. Yeah. So that's my point. Is yeah. I, Staley is a lot to blame, but he... Very similar to the Bears. Like, our head coach is a moron, but yet we still want to blame Justin Fields for almost everything. Eber Flus is Justin Herbert, and Justin Fields is Staley. Well, whoa. I don't know if I like that. Blinder. This is the first week that people are calling for Eberflus. All of, yeah, all true, of media true. is only talking about Justin Fields. The guy hasn't played in four weeks, and that's still all they talk about. But keep going. Sorry. Uh, no, I. there was one video of... Austin Eckler not being able to break away with his speed. Um, I don't know if that's his ankle acting up or if he's just not as fast anymore. Yeah, it's almost like this is why people didn't want to pay you. Yeah, uh, not a good look for running backs, uh, but um, we will get to the Giants game when I get to talk about it because some running back who deserves way more money played r- r- really well. <laughs> really well. All right, moving um, on. The Chargers did not cover the three, and the under came in, so who cares? Um, but it was by the hook. Got to watch out for those hooks. No, the Packers were underdogs. Right, but the over-under was by the hook. It was oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Uh, Titans at Jaguars. Jaguars 34, Titans 14. Jagging off. Yep. Do it um, against someone good. Titans are fun but dead. I got beef with this game. <laughs> do tell um, One is due to Calvin Ridley. I don't get you. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, I, I wanted to love him the entire year, right? Week one, loved him. Did you trade him to me or Brez? Um, <laughs> I didn't have him in washed up, but in a different league, I just uh, we made a massive three team deal. It was great. It was awesome. The adrenaline was pumping, <laughs> and I got rid of Calvin Ridley. And I was like, "Thank God, dude!" Like I, I don't want to sit him. This would have been the week where I would have like, if you're thinking about Calvin Ridley or Rasheed Rice, it's not a good deal for your team. Yeah, like if you have to think about those two. In the same conversation, Correct. get them all, get them out, yeah, move them along, and then the audacity of the jagging off Jaguars throwing the ball to Calvin Ridley for two touchdowns and a hundred plus yards the minute I let go of him. Yeah, they thanks. were thinking about you the whole time. Thank you for that. No disrespect. No disrespect taken. But I'm going to put a little disrespect on the Jaguars because, like, figure it out. Yeah, of course they got to do it against someone good. And until they do that, I'm, I mean, I'm still going to jag off every game. But yeah, <laughs> until uh, they do it against someone good, they're not for real. But what I would want to think about is, what do you think Ryan Tannehill was thinking while the Titans were throwing like three or four flea flickers in this game? It's like, why don't we try that with me? <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> come on, Braves. Let's get creative so here. Vanilla because Tannehill. he's old and white. Will Levis is young and white. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. 
Yeah, but, man, he's still, be, Will yes. Levis is still trying to figure himself out. Maybe he's fun. Maybe he's cool. Or maybe he's, he's the quirky jacked. guy. He's had too much mayonnaise in his coffee. Yeah, that's just a knock right away. The Jaguars cover the six and a half, and the over of 40 and a half comes in. Raiders at Dolphins. Finns 20, Raiders 13. You have to think about hiring Antonio Pierce, right? You have to. And... We'll get into that, but the Bears beat the Raiders by more than the Dolphins did, so obviously math, Bears greater than Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it. Um, with Antonio Pierce, I, I don't know if you hire him as your head coach. I, I don't really know what head coaches do. <laughs> That's probably from being a Bears fan and watching the Chargers because you're just like, <laughs> what, what do these guys actually do? He seems to be a really good motivator. I think that's what they do. That's literally <laughs> it, dude. Can you motivate a group of fucking giant men, dude? Oh. Can you get this room full of ginormous freaks of nature to be on the same page going out on the field? No, you can't. Get the fuck out of the locker room. Right. They, they literally told Josh McDaniels to leave. And? Because he wasn't was the, doing that. fucking greatest story ever. Beat it, hotshot, in a fortune cookie. The coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. The only way I would ever want to get fired. <laughs> um... But back to Staley for a second. He had the audacity in his press conference to say, I'm going to continue calling the defensive plays. And I was like, dude, you're on the hot seat. Tell, say anybody on the sidelines is calling else. defense. His, no, he's not on the hot seat. It is burning through him right now. Yeah. Like, his ass is on fire. Yeah, so Dolphins do not cover the 10.5, and, and the over of 47.5 does not come in. Moving on. Moving on. Cowboys at Panthers. Uh, Cowboys 33, Panthers 10. Let's move on. Cupcake schedule for the Cowboys. Absolutely disgusting. And, oh, sorry. Disgusting. Disgusting. And then Tony Pollard silently just not having a good year. Yeah, and he finds the end zone this week, which good for him because he was talked about being one of the best running backs in the league Mm -hmm. and the best running backs in the league demand the ball. Mm -hmm. He has not demanded the ball. He has not made himself need the ball, but this week he falls himself into the end zone. I, so I have my beef with the Cowboys due to the whole tie at halftime fiasco that (laughs) I, that I'm going to try and move right by. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen, but how easy is it to get your athletic quarterback to throw to the best weapon on the team more than four times a game? That's been the theme of this NFL season, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you know, in Chicago, we like to say, go buy the players that are good. Yeah. When you have somebody good on your team, throw the ball to him. Yeah. Dak Prescott finding out that CeeDee Lamb catches balls for a living mm-hmm. and then finally throwing them to him and then winning a bunch of games by a lot of points. Take notes, rest of NFL. Yeah, and your math there calculated perfectly. My math here is my view on the Cowboys. Now, some could say they play the Giants and they play the Panthers and it's two get-right games and they come out hot and they figured it all out. My analytics are telling me this is the Cowboys. So they play against two soft teams. Whoever they play next week can't be worse than those two teams. I think they're on Thanksgiving. Uh, Our commanders. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's Cowboys <laughs> by 40. Yeah. yeah. Or the Cowboys are going to Cowboy. We'll find out a lot on Thursday. No, 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 no. No. Okay, but the Cowboys <laughs> do cover that 8.5, and, and the over does come in in that game. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals. 
at the Texans. Texans 21, card 16. I mean, now, since we're such huge Trump guys, like we said in the front <laughs> front page of this episode, Stroud, we're Stroud boys, obviously. We are <laughs> Stroud boys for sure. And Tank Dell is a... Problem. Tank. I was going to say problem too, Pat. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. <laughs> so it's just me on this week's episode of the Hooked yeah. Up Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bulldozer is a bulldozer. <laughs> Got it. Bulldoze tank down. All right, back on the same page. <laughs> but is it a tank? Sold. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sell you this bulldozer for the same price as a tank. Deal. <laughs> Does it have missile protection? See, these are the questions we have to answer. <laughs> no, pa- no paperwork, no tax. Yeah. Okay, moving right along. Oh, okay, Actually, so the Texans cover and the under comes in that game. Uh, I see the Cardinals covered the five and a half. Oh, it was four and a half. Oh, a kickoff hurt. Um, the Cardinals were in my underdog parlay. Uh, the Cardinals did have a chance to do it, just didn't get done. I'm not mad that the Texans won. Good for them. Stroud boys, proud boys. I just thought that Kyler would figure, like, just work a little Kyler magic. Yeah. And like we talked about last week, what I learned was complimentary football. The Texans do it really well. Mm-hmm. It's not always going to look great, but they're winning. And CJ had one bad interception, the other one went off his wide receiver's hands. I still think that, I mean, the fact that we're even talking about him in the MVP candidate race is insane. Yeah, so good for I him. I don't think he hurt his stock there at all. Yep. James, Moving on. anything on Mr. Stroud? I owe him 10 million apologies, but that was a couple of years ago. Moving on. Steelers at Browns. Yeah. Browns 13, Pitt 10. The Miles Garretts beat the Steelers. Woohoo! Game should have been on the CW. Yep. Um, great clip came out of this game, though. Uh, Steelers helmet fell off. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Miles Garrett picked it up and like three Steelers linemen just like grabbed him. Yeah. And he just started dying laughing. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously the way he's played this year, he's allowed to laugh, but I don't know. That's not really that funny. Dude, when <laughs> you tried to kill someone, dude, when you're built like him, you can laugh <laughs> at anything. I know. I know. He tried to kill someone on national TV. <laughs> Those offensive linemen weren't even mad that they weren't winning the game. They were just genuinely worried for everybody's health. Yeah, That's because when somebody who looks like that has the athleticism that he does and has the audacity to smile in your face, you're like, this guy can kill me with a breath. Yeah, that Dude, be this guy can look movie. at me and break my spine. He can't breathe. That's going to be my next nightmare. I'm going to be trapped in quicksand and I'm just going to hear the fucking Michael Myers noise. It's going to be Miles Garrett with a helmet in his <laughs> We're going to move on from that. The Browns didn't cover the under came in. Again, should have been on the CW. See you later. Giants at Commanders. Giants 31, Commies 19. What do we have to say about that? It's three letters. It starts with D. Sorry. Duh. Thank you. Duh. 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 How is it not the Giants? I, we're giving it away for free. We're giving you these picks. We're saying them at the end. And the amount of confidence that you and I carried throughout that entire conversation. It was scary. And let's just let's run through let's run through how that game just kind of mapped out in the fields, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously the Giants start off with a 24-yard touchdown pass to Saquon Barkley. Yeah, that was awesome. 
Beautiful. Masterclass. Can't throw it to your receivers, throw it to the best player on the field. Yeah, put, get, get the ball into the hands of the most agile professional athlete on the field, and that is Saquon Barkley. Regardless of how many injuries he's had in his history, he's the best athlete on the field in this game. Um, the main thing was that Washington got rid of their defensive line. Yeah. And when you have Saquon Barkley, I don't care about a DeVito. Dude, a blind squirrel finds a nut twice, you know, at least once. Mm-hmm. Broken clocks right twice a day. Mm-hmm. Joey Sly kicks a field goal 7-3. to three. Who cares? Then DeVito's like, you know what? Second quarter, fuck me. Fuck you. Tosses a bomb 40 yards to Darius Slayton. Why not? Yeah. I don't see Just why not. toss it. That move was insane. Just too. disgusting. Said, Ankles, cookies, give me them all. <laughs> Sam Howell does his best to keep up with DeVito. He rushes for a seven yard touchdown. Big whoop, 14 9. Were you scared? No, I dude. Wasn't. I wasn't scared. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, then third quarter, no score until Joey Sly kicks another field goal. It's 14-12, and then that game popped back up, and I was like, oh, man, my livelihood, the Magnus Opus is on the line right now. Yeah, still not worried, though. Not worried, just intrigued. <laughs> Tommy DeVito, what does he do in the fourth quarter? Who does he go to, James? Take a stab in the dark. Schmaquan uh, Schmarkley. You it are correct. You are correct. DeVito passes to Saquon Barkley to the right for five-yard touchdown, 21-12. Not worried. Oh, the Giants get the ball back, kick a field goal, 24-12. Not worried. Sam Howell passes to Jahan Dotson, 24-19. We have a 24-19. Actually, it's 23-19 for Monsters, Inc. Keep moving. And then why not a pick six? Why not? To seal the Magnus Opus. And a beer can thrown on the field. Oh, my God. That was so great. Uh, just <laughs> so, pristine work by the Giants. I'm going to give you guys a trivia here real quick. Please. Team A had a total of 403 yards, and Team B had a total of 292 yards. Who wins that game? Um, I would guess that the 400. Right. But it didn't. The Giants did. With 292 <laughs> yards compared to 403. You want to know why? Complimentary football. Yep, picking up your guys when they're on, picking them up when they're off. It's just a great team win. I, I I can't get over. It's like a Kevin from the office when he found out you can get two pizzas for the price of one. We're giving this out for free, folks. And this was the play of all plays. Yeah, you guys were huge. Like listening to last week, and then like seeing Twitter, like so Giants question yeah. mark. And it was it was the greatest pick in history because we didn't even call it a magnum opus. It just became the magnum opus. You guys manifested it. It, it became we created something from nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. We both overlooked that game while going through. Yeah. But I subliminally was like, okay, it has to be the yeah. New York football Giants. You are the king, and I'm the prince in this situation, and I'm so happy to be here. And I don't want a better Robin unless uh, James gets back on track with the, his picks this week, you know? Mm. I'll try. All right. All right. Um, Moving right along. <laughs> Bears at Lions. Uh, Lions Go off, Kings. 31. Bears 26. <laughs> this is a win, 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 win in all accounts on my end. I wrote a blog about it. I put it on Twitter. If you follow me, you can read it. But I'm going to reiterate it in a few short words here. Justin Fields looks good. 100 and some yards throwing a touchdown. 104 yards rushing touchdown. 
the defense looks good until they didn't. Um, and guess what? Last week I said, what did that game show me? Show me that the players wanted to be there. The coaches just don't know what they're doing. This week doubles down on that. Now, with Matt Eberflus, if you guys can give me, like, a single reason you keep him in the building for the rest of the year, I would absolutely love that. Somebody I, to point and laugh at every time you walk into the goddamn facility that you're employed by. But how does that help us? Doesn't. It, right. I'm with Cliff. Yeah. Like, I, I, it doesn't help the team, him being around. So, again, I know, like, there's more to everything than I think about for just about anything in the world. I simple it down. But I can't find any solution to why this guy stays in the building and stays the head coach of the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how it's possible. I love, like, all on Twitter, don't let Matt Nagy leave the insert name of city they just lost in. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, it always goes, don't let him leave Kansas City as the Bears coach. Don't let him leave Detroit as the Bears coach. I mean, it'll show your guys that you're, you're, you're ready to win and you want to move towards winning next year. Keeping him here doesn't do that. I mean, this guy, I don't know where he came from, which is a problem in the beginning. It's like drafting Patrick Williams. It's the same exact thing. It's like no merit, but you take him and to be the head coach of the third largest market in the United States. And he does nothing, and I mean nothing, in the past three years to show you he deserves to be a coach of the National Football League. Here's the thing, and I've said this with multiple people. When they hired him, he was a defensive coordinator of the Indianapolis Colts. Have the Colts been some defensive juggernaut for the last five years? No, they haven't. It just doesn't make sense. And you have Mike McDaniel wanting an interview, and you tell him, no, we're going to get a guy who runs a mediocre defense? It's just still, it's the dumbest hire of all time. Like, Nagy was bad. I granted that. But Nagy did go to two fucking playoff games. Facts. This guy is 6-22. and 22. That's he where we're at. He has six wins. He has never won more than two games in a row. That really just set in my brain that you just said he's not as bad as Matt Nagy. And Matt Nagy has ruined the Chiefs now. I agree with you. I agree with you. And I didn't think it was possible that you could be worse than Matt Nagy. I am going to cry. Yeah, but I remember when you called Matt Nagy Matt Baggy because he swindled yeah. to get Khalil Mack. Yeah, and and I was wrong. I was wrong. Full disrespect to myself. So I were we. we. We were all wrong. I was with you doing the club dub. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that any four of us out there could have had a couple picks from Jared Goff, how bad he played, but it doesn't matter. They got him. The defense looked good. The offense looked good. And who wins football games? To the media at the end of the day. Football coaches, right? We run the ball three times, we wave the white flag. And you're like, oh, we're going to trust in our defense. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> we got proven wrong. Again. Again. It's like that Masters where Jordan Spieth had that ridiculous lead and then just started trying to play safe and then lost it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Mr. Spieth. Stop playing to just... Get by, go for the jugular, step on the gas. And I did the audacity for them to do that across the field from a guy who had a game-winning field goal and could have just kicked it. But on fourth and two, he throws a pass to get closer and put the clock down and put his balls on the table. Yep. That's how far away we are from being good. Yeah. And there's one constant in the past, what, million years, however old Georgia is, and it's the owners. They got to go. 
They got to go. But first, I will be happy with Eberflus being gone. And do we are we out on polls yet or no? No, I mean, the guys want to be there. The guys are so, somewhat performing. That's fair. I mean, yeah, he hasn't done anything insanity. I mean, the the Chase Claypool trade will haunt him forever. Of course. But, but I mean, Miami picked him up right away. Yeah, I I still... Like, that's a fine trade in retros. Like, in hindsight, obviously, it's not a good play because you'd rather have that draft pick than have a terrible locker room presence in Chase Claypool, which he turned out to be. But he was still a six-foot-plus athletic human specimen of a wide receiver, but he just didn't give a fuck. And he can buy in. So is that due to him? Does that happen? Or is that due to Matt Eberflus? Does that happen for other NFL teams? Doesn't seem like it does. I'm in such a bad place with this team that I'm not even willing to blame Chase Claypool. I kind of congratulate Thank him. you. <laughs> because I think he's a blowjob. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure he's received one or two in his lifetime, but the main thing is Matt, oh, Eberf- yeah. Matt Eberflus could not get me fired up to go to work. Like, if I, if I was running, like, 15 minutes late for work, and Matt Eberflus gave me a call, and he's like, what's your ETA? I'd tell him straightforward that I'm going to be an hour late if I'm only 15 minutes late. Yeah, I'm just not coming, Matt. Like, sure. I just don't, like, respect him. Like, if if he calls, let's say he calls, um, let's say he's given a, a FaceTime to Edmonds. And he's like, hey, uh, defense is meeting soon. Where Where are you? I wouldn't lose any respect for Edmonds if he went, I'm on my way. Don't worry about me. Yeah. Because what's Eberflus going to do? Absolutely goddamn nothing because he doesn't seem to have a fucking backbone. He can't answer the media in any fucking sort of the question that they ask. He builds these hypotheticals and he's like, right, we game, came up with a game plan. And, uh, you know, when we, when we put our plays together and they work to the way that we want them to do, like the, the outcome's usually how we expect it to go. What did you just say? I don't think he knows. He does, he forgets what he's talking about sometimes. The only way he's allowed to stay is if he doesn't wear sleeves the rest of the year for the I got something up my sleeve comment. Or if we do a weekend at Bernie's and he's just not there. Who's yeah. gonna call yeah, plays? No, yeah. yeah. Didn't want to say no it. Didn't want to no disrespect. The Lions, but let's weekend at Bernie's it. The Lions did not cover the ten and a half, but the over did come in, in the game, and that's all we're asking for. Right. We are on to we got next next week. <laughs> Who are we playing next week? Uh, we oh pl- the Vikings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a pick there. Uh, Buccaneers, Buccaneers at 49ers, 49ers twenty seven bucks fourteen. Uh, I'm really not trolling you, Pat. If Baker had two extra inches, he may have been one of the best quarterbacks to ever live because the ball gets tipped so often, and then they show the replay, and someone's wide open. Yeah, wide open. Yeah. And That's why I love him so much, because if a couple things go his way, he's the best player in the world. Yeah. Did, did you see but, him try to block Bose? Or he did block Bose, actually, and then he, like, celebrated it like he was so pumped up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this this is, as somebody who's legitimately just a Baker fan, doesn't really care about the Buccaneers as a whole, <laughs> this game was awesome. Yeah. This game was great, dude. Buccaneers cover against... One of the Super Bowl favorites. I wanted the Niners to win what just because. What did you get the Bucks at? What? What did you get the Bucks at? Yeah. I don't think they covered that. No, the Niners are minus 10.5. No, I say Buccaneers covered 13.5 right here. 
Wow, these lines really moved. Yeah. Right, yeah, I thought it was. Whatever. All I right. believe you. I like it. Shout All out. Right. Good for you. Welcome All right. To cover. All right. But you were talking about the best player on the planet. That man's name is Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, so good for him because he's he's come from just injury, 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 and he's just now finally finding a stride, and it's really cool because get the ball to him, and he's going to find the end zone. Absolutely. And if you give it to him a couple times, he might find a couple end zones. Yep. Um, it's a fun time to watch teams that organize their players accordingly to their strengths rather than trying to fit this narrative of, I know how to coach in the NFL. How about you fit how I want it run? Right. Whereas the 49ers just play to all of their players' strengths. Yeah, and if Sam Darnold was the quarterback, they'd be 10 and We all know that. Amen. Moving Jets on. Jets at Bills. Bills 32, Jets 6. Shocker, guy with Brady in his name did awesome. And... Sorry, Zach. No disrespect. I cannot watch Zach Wilson play <laughs> another <laughs> down of football. He is atrocious. I don't really know if it was him at BYU. No, yeah. You think that they they made the switch on draft night when that kid's looking uncomfortable in that draft thing? Something happened. Dude. It's the worst I've ever seen, and I've seen bad. They are. We started Mike Glennon for a while. Yeah, we we've had a zillion quarterbacks. I don't think any of them has been as bad as Zach Wilson, who was second overall, who went before Justin Skyler Fields. Yeah, I don't really know what they can do. I mean, you lose Aaron Rodgers, and you you sold your soul for him, technically, literally, because he's using devil magic. Correct. Yeah, that boy has some voodoo <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I don't, I don't really blame the Jets, but man, I, I do blame them. They drafted him. Yeah. And he's bad. He's real bad. That's I, all I really got to say. I still don't think this means Bills, this didn't change anything for the Bills. No. This game went field goal, field goal for the Bills. Field goal, touchdown for the Bills. Touchdown by the Jets. Touchdown, touchdown by the Bills. And then a field goal by the Bills. This game did nothing. Yeah. For them. So the Jets are just like, just imagine a dam and you never let the concrete set and there's just floods all the time and you never build any more onto the dam. That's what their defense is. Yeah, and then Obviously, Zach Wilson's eventually. going after your mom's beaver. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Nice. That was I lamp. think Beva is the best fucking thing in the world. And I mean no disrespect to any women out there. We don't we respect women. But Oregon State money line. Um the Bills covered the seven. The over did not come in. Um Seahawks at Rams. See a uh, Rams 17, Seahawks 16. Both will be irrelevant Disgusting. shortly. Please move on. Honestly, both this should game be sucks, relegated. Vikings at Broncos. <laughs> Broncos 21. Vikings 20. I got a real quick question for you guys. Yeah. Let's ride. <laughs> yes, please. I don't know if I want to get on that boat. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Like I have no other choice. There should be a documentary about you and the Broncos. Well, see, here's we're going to go back to the, the floods. There's, I'm drowning, right? And there's two boats. And it's either Zach Wilson or Russell Wilson. I'm going to get in with Russell Wilson. And I think that's the nicest thing I could say about him. He'd be like, let's row. <laughs> um, Justin Jefferson ever going to play again? I'm getting really pissed off that yeah. he's not playing. Yeah. 
Um, in a 21 to 20 game, how many touchdowns do you expect were scored to make that score? Three minimum. It was three. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it should have been more. Yeah, for sure. I said three minimum. And yeah. That's what it was, and that's why I was really disappointed in this game. I'm sorry. I watched the game. No, you're good. It was <laughs> no, that was just, just really uh, dumb by me. You <laughs> set me up, and I failed. It's okay. <laughs> field goal, touchdown, field goal, field goal, field goal. Touchdown, field goal, field goal, field goal, touchdown. Yeah. Just not good football. No. Sunday night, too. Waiting all day for it. And the under hits, and the favorite doesn't win. Um, <laughs> Eagles. The yeah. favorite doesn't cover. The favorite won. Yeah, what you said. Yeah. Um, Philly 21, Kansas City 17. And like I said earlier, I prefaced it. You guys are going to be mad at me. Weather game, flush the tape. (laughs) 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 I Um, want to parlay the Chiefs and the Celtics so bad, but I won't do it. (laughs) I'm going to do it. I'm making them at night. (laughs) I'm going to do it. You can afford $50. <laughs> I'll give you fifty dollars. Right. <laughs> My plan is consumed. We'll be twenty five in each. You know, I'm down for that parlay. Yeah, Let's but toss if it in loses. I'm not paying. Should we talk? <laughs> <laughs> Let's toss in James. Are you uh, convinced Ohio State's winning the national championship? Yes. All right, we'll toss in. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. It has nothing to do with the Michigan. (laughs) I just need fifty bucks. I just need fifty (laughs) dollars for some reason. Um, Jalen Hurts, the tush push, can't be stopped. I feel like the Eagles at this point are just trying to get down at the one. Oh, dude. Nick Sirianni's such a douche. He would do that for sure. Like, fuck you. I can yeah. do it. You I all can't. Know nobody cares about my fancy team. But having DeAndre Swift is like, you're so happy because he's breaking off runs every now and then because that's his only chance. Yeah. Like in the red zone, it's just all Mr. Hurts. Yeah. And I can't hate it because they're what? Nine and one? Yeah. They so. are nine and one. Guess who the only quarterback to beat them is? Oh. Baker. No. No. They lost to... Oh, shoot. Come on. We just Daniel. talked about how terrible Zach he Wilson. Is. Yes. Zach Wilson, yep. Zach Wilson oh, is the only it. quarterback <laughs> to beat the Eagles. I forgot about that. That does count. That counts. That counts for Zach. I got to give it to him. I'm, I'm really And he almost beat the Chiefs, actually, too. I'm yeah. so high on the Chiefs. Yeah. And I'm then so high on Zach Wilson. Like, All right, let's get to week 12 preview. I am peyote if you say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Bears at Vikings. Um, that game is just at the top because they're my favorites. Then we go to Turkey Day. Packers at Lions. Lions favored 7.5 over under 47. Commanders at Cowboys. Cowboys minus 11. 48.5 is the over under. Niners at Seahawks. Niners minus 6.5 over under 43. Those are your turkey days. On Friday, Black Friday, you get the Dolphins going to the Jets. Dolphins minus 10 over under 41. Then back on Sunday, like traditional football is played, Saints at Falcons, Saints minus one over under 41.5. Steelers at Bengals, Steelers minus one over under 34.5. Panthers at Titans, Titans minus 3.5 over under 46, 36.5. Bucks at Colts, Colts minus 2.5, 43.5 is the over under. Patriots at Giants, Giants have to roll because the Patriots are favored three over under 33.5. Jags at Texans, Jags minus 1.5 over under 48.5. Browns at Broncos. Broncos minus two and a half over under 35. Why are the Browns still getting favored? 
Uh, Broncos is still getting favored. Rams at Cardinals. Rams minus one over under 44 and a half. Chiefs at Raiders. Chiefs minus nine over under 43. Bills at Eagles. Eagles minus three over under 48 and a half. Ravens at Chargers on Sunday night. Ravens minus three and a half over under 47. Um, Let's start with Turkey Day. Yeah, uh, I'm parlaying all three unders in every three games because <laughs> I came up with this crazy thought that no one's ever thought of before. <laughs> all six, all two, four, six of these teams played on Sunday. That is a short, short week. Unders. It's never happened before. No one's ever played on Sunday and then Thanksgiving. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I realized as I was about to start talking after you finished, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so stupid. Like, this. Is... no, I'm dumb. That's stupid. Yeah, I see no world in which the favorites on Thanksgiving don't win. That's a lot of points. Lions, no, I know. Just like half, just Cowboys, just just money line. Like, oh, I don't oh. see the Packers beating the Lions at all. Mm-hmm. I don't see the Commanders beating the Cowboys at all. I don't see the Seahawks even making this a game against the 49ers at all. Yeah, I see the Seahawks winning that game. So here's what we do then. Here's what we do. I'm in. Lions money line. Yep. Cowboys money line. Uh-huh. 49ers money line parlay. Right? Okay. Okay. Stick with me here. Obviously, the Lions have beaten the Packers then. Mm-hmm. Then the Cowboys have curb stomped the Commanders. Mm. Now... We, we get a Seahawks at plus 250, probably, maybe 180, who knows? Plus Somewhere with, what are they at? Plus 240. Perfect. So, put $100, and $10, sorry. You put $10 <laughs> on Lions, Cowboys, Niners. But 100 is my favorite three-digit number. <laughs> 260 is mine. Um, then... You just hedge with Seahawks money line and you bask in the glory that is Turkey Day as you unbutton that top button of your pants and you undo the belt and you sit on the couch and you take a nap knowing that all your money is safe. Or (laughs) we do something that is impossible but seems so tangible but never works out. We just tease all the favorites. Oh my god, ridiculous! Dude, such a great idea. I'm trying idea. to keep up with all this, and there's so we much going on. Tease all the favorites, and then the unders. Yeah, why are the Bears on Monday Night Football against the Vikings? Yeah, that's a let's good move point. on. Uh, I am gonna. I'm not going to, but I want to parlay all three unders in that game because I thought I was the smartest man in the world, and I'd like to feel like that again. Um, the other picks that I have. Our Giants money line. You know who gets better after buys? Good teams. You know who's not a good team? The Patriots. This buy is gonna. They're gonna. Betters are gonna think it's gonna help them because Bill Belichick's such a good coach. But you're. You just can't fix Mac Jones ever. Let alone having 13 days to do so. And God forbid giving Devito a little bit of confidence. Yeah. Seriously, showing the guy who lives with his mom that he could win in the NFL, and then people like love the idea that he lives with his mom, so he's going to stay there forever, and now he has nothing to worry about. He was just super insecure about living with his mom. That's it. Yeah. And I've been there. Yeah, same. Um, and then the Bears money line is another one of my picks, and then the Browns money line is my lock of this week. The Browns are an underdog. Yeah, to the Broncos. Yeah. And this is what happens right around, right around this time of the year. 
is when I fall in love and I also fall in hate. Last year it was the Vikings around week seven. Mm-hmm. I went 0 and 10 on betting against them. <laughs> this year's a different story. I'm fading Russell Wilson into oblivion. <laughs> Browns money line. I mean, Miles, the Cleveland Miles Garrett's money line is yeah. my lock. This the Cleveland Miles Garrett's. The Cleveland Michael Myers. <laughs> yes. Uh, James, go for it. Uh, I'm going San Francisco minus seven. Lock of the year. That is my lock. Minus San Francisco minus seven. There's no way Seattle keeps up with that. And then I'm going the Miami Dolphins minus 10 against the New York Jets. I think that is going to be an absolute ass kicking. That's on two. That's on at 2 p.m. on a Friday. Yes. On Amazon Prime. Hell yeah. And then, and then I'm just going this because it's disgusting. This game, Steelers Bengals. I'm going the under at 34 and a half. Oh, that is so gross. That game. I almost peed my pants a little bit there. That was the scariest thing I've ever heard. 34 and a half is the total. Kenny Pickett mm-hmm. versus. Oh my god, the Giants game is lower. Mm-hmm. Ugh. If the Giants weren't my favorite team in the world right now, I'd say relegate all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this Bengals, this Bengals Steelers game is just so gross. Yeah, yes. I don't even know who the backup is for the Bengals. The Browning, he's out of Washington. He's all right, but like he's not no, Joe Burrow, right? No, nobody in the world can replace what Joe Burrow does for the Cincinnati Bengals. Is it always going to be his talent? No, it's not. But his moxie and his swagger are all there, and I don't think they're ever going to be able to replace it. So I just pray to God that he could find a way to get healthy. There are some. Wait, Bills, Eagles. That's an interesting one. Yeah, let me get there. All okay, right, Pat, you're on. Um, all right, the the big play is obviously my Turkey Day parlay, which is all the favorites, just money line. Wait till the Niners game. If you feel confident that the Niners might frick it, then you just bet Seahawks money line, and we wash it all down. Um, I don't see the Cowboys losing to the Commanders, and I don't see the Lions losing to the Packers. And I would know I got the Giants last week at way plus money. Dolphins, Jets, I'm going to stay away because my heart right now is leaning in a way that I'm not going to let it lead. Don't. Yep. You're going to take the Jets. I was going to take the You're Jets money line. To. I was going to take gonna the Jets. It. It's going to be Friday, 2 p.m. is going to roll around. You're like, ah, oh, well, I got to bet this game. It's on Friday for the first time ever. You're taking the Jets. Just tell the fans. Yeah, I'm taking Jets money line here. <laughs> okay, I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> well, I mean, if you think they're going to cover the 10, might as well bet them We always line. say double digits. That rule is gone, but I'm fucking <laughs> in. But I'm not having it become like our Giants last week. Yeah. But I might. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not as confident as it as I was last week. You don't say. Saints are going into Atlanta, and this game being almost a push doesn't make sense in my head. So if Jameis Winston is leading this crew, it's the over for sure. Dude, let me – why don't you come on to my plane now? Okay. I came on to your plane, and you flew me right to Malibu. Yeah. I'm going to fly you right next door to Malibu, Santa Monica or something. (laughs) Different, but go. We get behind Jameis Winston. (laughs) We get behind Jameis Winston and the Saints. Yeah. Are you feeling it a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling it a little Dude, bit. Dude, I wanted to feel it now, and now that you're telling me to feel it, yeah. I feel it even more. A little rice, a little gravy, a little douillon sausage, a little How about a jambalaya? That's exactly what Let's I'm explaining. jambalaya it all up. It's dude. a really good jambalaya. Saints. You're making. Yeah. Saints. Saints. Again, Saints. folks. Free. Free money. Um, all right. That's cool. And then uh, James... <laughs> prefaced it 
Bills go into Philadelphia. I wanted the Chiefs to win last night due to the fact that I wanted to put everything, and I mean everything, mom and dad take the mortgage out on the Eagles. Now that the Eagles have beaten the Chiefs, I do not know what to do with this game. Did because I have if any the influence chi- on that? Just tell me straight up. What do you mean? No. Okay. Well, I told you Chiefs by a million. Oh, no. I wanted the Chiefs to win so that this game was a lock for oh, the sorry. Eagles. Sorry. Yeah. But now that the Eagles beat the Chiefs and that the Bills look beatable every time they step out on the field, I don't know if the Eagles are going to bring it. Oh, I like the Eagles in this spot. I like them, but I don't love them. I love them. All right. I love I'm the board. <laughs> you always do. <laughs> Give uh, me five minutes with the board, and I swear to goodness we'll be making love. <laughs> I am so sorry. Let's go Bulls, I guess, and let's go Bears. Justin Fields for president. Tar Heels for life. Saints. Money line. There's always the Saints. Stay hydrated this week. It's Turkey Day. Regardless of what your views on Turkey is, <laughs> it's still their day. Have a couple waters for all of us. This has been Season 12, Episode 1. Peace, love, and happiness. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shawty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody loves. Everybody want to be like me. I cha-cha real smooth. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit break goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music. And hang loose, homie. Fall back like I down. Okay, I gotta go ride it out la dee da dee do I feel fucking awesome Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Fall back like I don't Okay, I gotta go ride it out la dee da dee do I feel fucking awesome I'ma tell you all why Ain't felt like this for a long time Can't think with the wrong mind Can't drift to the wrong tide Can't sink if it's all dry Land, one day you gotta learn to fly Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot Shorty thick like a car bomb, oh lord Won't quit till it's all mine, on oh God I've been steady trying to get in my way That's the only way that I get down Ever since I focused on my mind